On his rock, about thirty spears high in the air, Hakon felt as if he could see the entire world. At least, the world within his knowledge. He held a meditation pose, legs folded and feet crossed upward, his arms resting gently in his lap. The stone pillar on which he sat was just wide enough for him to sit, but still narrow enough that his knees extended out over the edge. It gave him the illusion that he was sitting suspended in air itself. He was facing east, his back to the west and his home. He hoped to catch the first rays of the sunrise and watch it turn the shadowed black forest below him a vibrant green. As he looked north, he could see where the hazy violet mountains of the desolate forest, called the drums, crested and dropped off into cliffs over the seas. They were already turning orange with daybreak light. Hakon had never made it as far as the sea. It was still bird spans away. Between here and the small, thin blue and yellow line on the horizon, there wasn't a solid place to land. Pillar's Rock was the last landmark he could safely zip to. What lies beyond those seas? Hakon wondered. What had caused the Alem, his people, to leave their own lands and traverse the vast and endless ocean? Why had they come so far only to do so much harm? Gage had taught Hakon that it was the master's will, to humble the Terra who had grown too confident, too prideful, just as the master had allowed the people who ported with fire to destroy themselves so long ago. The fire people were only legend now. But that isn't true, Hakon thought. Perhaps the other Terra found comfort in believing their master had allowed the Alem to arrive, rather than believe they had suffered at the hands of the Alem for nothing. He couldn't understand it. The missing piece of his history etched into his forehead, no matter how many times he sat here. He resisted touching his unmistakable tattoo and instead turned his head to swallow the landscape with his eyes. Everywhere he looked, his gaze swam through green. Stretching around him was the desolate forest, thick with plant life and unseen predators. Fortunately, he was high enough up here that even if a leopard or wolf wanted to attack him by zipping up to him, it would risk falling. Even the beasts had instincts smart enough to avoid such a foolish move. Hakon was safe up here, which was one of the reasons he liked it so much. This place was his secret. Not even his adopted brother Skeet knew of Hakon's sanctuary. He liked it better that way. He turned his head back toward home. Calden. Deep in the thick forest was his boyhood home, and yet all his life he had been taught, this isn't your true home. He looked beyond that, turning his body fully now, trying to see where the desolate forest ended and the great plains began. They were a wisp of yellow against the green, the color of ripe fields where summer was beginning. That had been Terra land once, but now anything beyond the forest was controlled by the tyrant. King Arden. My own father. The familiar, sick bitterness swelled up inside of him. His guardian, Gage, had never kept his identity a secret. He had always been raised knowing where he came from. How could they keep it from him? He looked down at his hands. They were smooth, no matter how he toiled or fought. They did not have the claws and calluses that all his brothers and sisters had. These were the markers of the Terra, Earth people. He had dull, blunt nails and smooth hands. His eyes were gray, 
almost light silver, when everyone he knew had deep brown eyes. Not to mention the obvious tattoo on his forehead, marking him forever as Hakon, prince of the Alem and heir to Atmen, the city of breath. No, keeping his identity a secret would have been worthless. Hakon would have found out he was different sooner or later. A bird sounded in the forest, a loud cry followed by the steady echo of a drum. It was distant, but Hakon had learned to recognize the sounds of the forest. It was the call of his tribe. There were dozens of tribes scattered about in the forest. They had been warring with each other for the past few centuries, too busy trying to survive in the death trap of the mountains than to concern themselves with the real enemy. But things were changing. Hakon didn't want to think how a great deal of those changes had to do with him. The call came again. Skeet would be leading the latest raid on an Alem village.